The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I I'm so, so grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so wow, this has just been uh, information that has been asked uh, so many different times in so many different ways that I finally got the awareness, (laughs) sometimes it takes me a while, to actually do a whole radio show on it. So today's show is called, How Much Money Are You Leaving on the Table? And it's all about finishing projects or sessions or books or creations or whatever energetically and not getting them done and bringing them into actualization. And it's something that we talk a lot about in Access Consciousness and the classes and such. And uh, so, of course, the tools from this show are from Access Consciousness. You can go to accessconsciousness.com for more information. I also use the access consciousness clearing statement throughout the show and it is such a brilliant tool you guys like so freaking brilliant so uh, you can go to theclearingstatement.com for more information because it is such um, at this point I mean people are using it in I think over 200 countries and so they've done a whole web page of how and why and explanations and videos and everything so do check it out if you'd like more information all right so let's go back to how much money are you leaving on the table now why did I call the show that. I mean, there's a billion different uh, titles it could have been. But for those of you who are are in business and are completing sessions or completing projects or completing creations or books or all of those things, without actually bringing them into the world, without actually bringing them into actualization, you literally are leaving money on the table. And I know this was something that I did myself for so long. I didn't even know that it was a thing, to be honest. I just kind of thought, you know, somebody would phone up or they would email with uh, a request for a session. And what would occur is I would read the email and then energetically I would start doing the session. Now, this was not a cognitive choice. I wouldn't actually... You know, if you would have said to me at that time, are you doing the session right now? I would have said, no, of course not. And I totally was. (laughs) But what would happen is I, let's let's use the example of them emailing. So I'd read the email in detail. And then I would probably respond and say, here, this time or this date or whatever. We'd set up the appointment. But then in the meantime, 
I'm thinking about their email and I'm wondering how I can best assist them. And I'm thinking of this and I'm thinking of that. And well, what if I say it this way? And what if I do it that way? And, you know, like literally energetically and somewhat cognitively doing the session, even though I didn't know that's what I was doing, I was thinking about it. There was cognitive energy put into it um, in, in those cases. And a lot of that really for me, and you can get a sense of this is where you're coming from, but a lot of that sort of, I'm going to call prep work, was really done from the sense of no trust in me. I wasn't actually trusting that when the client came in that I could contribute just by being me. No, I had to have form and structure. I had to have it figured out. I had to be able to say the right thing at the right time so that they would feel um, or get what they came for, which is exhausting. (laughs) And it is also actually a form of superior bitching. Yeah, so everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pod, poc, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because who am I to say that if somebody comes to see me as a client, that I should decide how they leave, whether they leave happy or sad, or they get the result they're looking for or not. Or like, it's, it's so unkind of me, actually, uh, from, you know, to choose that that's how they should. And yet that's where I was doing the sessions from. It was like kind of the worst case scenario would be that it wouldn't work. I'm using air quotes. You can't see me, but I'm using them. It wouldn't work. And so then all of the stories that I attached to that was, so then I'm not good enough. So then I'm dumb. So then they should have seen someone else. So then et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You get the idea. So really I was doing those sessions to make sure that they got what I decided they should get out of it. And what it was doing was energetically completing. So probably, I'm not sure what the, you know, I don't know what the percentage would be, to be honest, but a good number of people would then cancel. And they might say, oh, something else has come up, or the, they had a, you know, an unexpected family visit, or they just don't feel like they need the session anymore. And that was really more the truth of it, was that energetically I had completed it. And so all of the all of the sessions or things in business that you've done and energetically completed so that you didn't get paid for it on three, will you demand of you to receive that payment now as if by magic? One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop, shorts, boys, meons. And so that's kind of for like the past stuff. But really what you want to look at for the future stuff, like for where you are doing it is one, <clears throat> you know, ask every day, you know, universe, show me when I'm completing something so I can stop. Sorry, universe, show me when I'm completing something energetically so I can stop. And then the moment you become aware of it, now I'm visual, so this works for you. You might need to find something different that works for you. But for me, what I did was I just would imagine a stop sign and I would literally choose to stop. And so let's say somebody sent the email and, you know, had three paragraphs of what was going wrong. I actually, at this point, I really look at the last line. I don't read the email because I'm also aware that even though I can use the stop sign thing, there's still an energy of, of just of who I be that can read it and can change it. So I just look really at the last line because that's usually what's really required. They're saying, can I book a session? So then, yeah. And then I might skim the rest to kind of see what sort of session or that sort of stuff. But really, I don't put a lot of 
you know, uh, cognitive energy into the emails uh, like I used to, you know, kind of dissected and they need this and they need that. I'll just look and, okay, they're asking for an hour or they don't, they're not sure, so then I can email them with some suggestions and we can work it out that way. But it's a totally different way of being with it than actually, and, and I trust me now. I totally trust me. I totally trust me to know that whatever I be in that session is going to create whatever that client chooses it to create. Because I can't say it will fix them or it will help them or it will change their life because I really have no clue what they will choose based on the session. Do you hear that? what they will choose based on the session. Everything that is, well, you destroyed and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, fuck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And that's really the thing. And I, I mean, I, I had to get this years ago, even way before I started studying access consciousness, was what somebody chose in their session was what they chose. Whether they chose to leave healed or they chose to leave happy, or they chose to leave annoyed, or they chose to leave frustrated, or they chose to leave not healed, (laughs) none of it actually had anything to do with me. And how I got to know that was that I would basically do the same thing in a session for, say, 10 different people, and everybody would have a different result. So... I can't make me wrong for that because I'm not changing what I'm doing. You know, again, from kind of back then and the way that I, the way that I was with sessions and the doing part of it and all that. So I wasn't changing that, but everybody had different results. So that's really what it came down to was looking at going, okay, well, if everybody's having different results, it actually can't be me. And the other thing too was I felt really uncomfortable taking, um, would you say, like um, taking credit if somebody did heal. It was always funny to me because it was really easy for me to take credit if they didn't heal and be like, oh, okay, it was my fault and I didn't do this right and I didn't say that right or whatever it was. But if somebody did heal, like, like you know, had this huge miraculous healing, I was never really comfortable saying, oh yeah, that was me. And I'm grateful it wasn't because it was never me and neither was when they didn't. So anywhere that you've misidentified and misapplied what your role is in in the business that you have, if you have one or with your friends or your family or however this relates to you, anywhere that you've misidentified and misapplied how that role is and what your role is, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pod, poc, shorts, boys, beyonds. So, ask universe show me when i'm completing something energetically and then you know be willing to use whatever it is whether it's an imaginary stop sign uh the other thing you can do kind of like the kind of an action step in that moment again stop sign and then the other thing i would do kind of once i saw that is i would then ask what can i add to my life today because that is really what's going on. Because if you, you know, if you've ever been in full creation mode and you're just going 100 miles an hour and, and everything is just phenomenal and somebody, you know, in amongst all of that emails and says, hey, can I have a session? And, and then maybe there's three paragraphs of explanation of what they need it for. But you're just like, yeah, boom, this date, this time, let's rock. And then you go back to your creation mode. And blah, blah, blah. 
you don't actually have time um, or even space to energetically do the session. So you really want to be adding to your life. And this reality is all about subtracting from your life. You know, if you've ever tried a budget, that's about subtracting from your life. And not to make budgets wrong, if that works for you, totally cool, use it. Uh, But for most of us, if we would like to go on a vacation, subtracting expenses from our life doesn't usually work. Whereas if we go, I'd like to go on vacation and it's going to cost $25,000. And then you say, okay, cool. What can I add to my life today to create that money right away? Boom. That's actually what will create more for you than how many expenses can I get rid of to save up $25,000? It's not, it's just a different way of being. And for most of us, adding to our life is actually what will change this Uh, finishing things energetically. And especially if you're doing, uh, let's say you're running a business, or actually, you know what, I mean, I keep using this related to business, and I'll probably will keep doing that throughout the show. Uh, And please know you can relate it to even if you're a stay at home parent, or even if you are full time employed somewhere, you can really look at where you're doing this. It doesn't have to be just business stuff or Um, actual literal money you're leaving on the table, but there is an energy of, of leaving possibilities on the table. So all of the possibilities that you've left on the table because you're finishing things energetically or actually, you know what, for any reason whatsoever, will you destroy and uncreate all those and return them to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And so then it's really looking at, you know, when you are doing something Even though it might be taking time, if it doesn't fulfill you or if it doesn't, I'm going to use the word challenge, but you know what, I'm going to change it. If it doesn't inspire you when you're doing it, then you will still have, you'll still be able to complete things energetically. So for example, let's say you are in your own business and you also work for somebody, uh, let's say you work as a waitress, uh, you know, a couple days a week and the rest of the time is in your own, you're creating your own business. Possibly as you are waitering or waitressing, you will not feel as inspired So then even though you might be running around and filling orders and talking to people and sitting them down and all of that, you actually energetically have a lot of space, you know, because there is a sense of possible boredom. Now, this again will be different for each one of you, but really looking at that because just because your day is filled, just because you're run off your feet does not mean you're not bored. (laughs) So that's the other thing you want to watch for, because the minute we get bored is a very dangerous minute, let me tell you. And I know this for myself from experience. If I am bored, then I'm actually creating crap instead of creating awesomeness, really. Um, So all of the crap you've been creating just from boredom and not even acknowledging that you're bored, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, meons. So it's not then about, okay, well, I'm bored when I'm waitressing, so I need to quit. That's not it at all. You could actually start, you know, really inspiring yourself while you're waitressing of, okay, so what would it take for this to inspire me? You know, what can I be and do during these whatever eight hours or six hours or however many hours that you're waitressing? What can I be and do different that would totally inspire this day? Yeah, so anything that doesn't allow 
you to look at what you could be and do different. Will you destroy and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put fox, shorts, boys, beyonds. Because that really is looking at that for you. Like, what is that for you? And how much more fun could you have if you were willing to be inspired in every moment? And then the question, of course, of what can I add to my life today? And I, I like to, depending on what situation I'm in, but what can I add to my life today to change this right away? So that's kind of if you're aware of that boredom. What can I add to my life today to create more money right away? What can I add to my life today to create more clients right away? What can I add to my life today to create more fun right away? Like there's so much that you can actually add um, and, and finish that off. Or it can just be what can I add to my life today? <laughs> and, and just just be with that and and there'll always be something what you don't want to assume is that then everything that comes your way is something you should add you know that's kind of the metaphysical belief of if we ask a question and then we get an an awareness or we get a response then we have to take action because that we asked and then it showed up and there's the answer and it's like that's not using the tools from access consciousness at all it's just another form of conclusion so when something does show up then you do want to ask okay so truth if i choose this so let's let's use the example of uh let's say you're waitressing a couple days a week you're in your uh, business the rest of the time, and somebody comes along with uh, a skincare line that they're saying, hey, would be really cool to add to your business. You don't want to assume because you just spent three days asking what you can add to your life that that when they showed up, that was what you needed to add. You want to go into, you want to not go into, you want to stay in question. So then looking at that, and the first thing I would do is to sort and create all your DJCCs and pissers you have about it. Now that's an acronym for decision, judgment, conclusion, computation, projection, rejection, expectation, separations that you have about it. And then truth, what would the planet be like in five years if you start selling that skincare line truth what would the planet be like in five years if you don't start selling that skincare line and i should actually end it with truth what would the planet be like in five years if you start selling that skincare line today and truth what would the planet be like in five years if you don't start selling that skincare line today you want to keep it very present tense when you ask uh, about the the five-year question because otherwise you're actually it, it you won't get as clear a read because it might not be today that it would create more, but if you keep asking that question, it might be in five days or five years that it's actually light. It really just depends. So we are off to break and we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G L E N Y C E.net. 
Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about how much money are you leaving on the table um, or throwing out the door or burning or ignoring or whatever it might be, because that really for a lot of us, you know, is literal in terms of if we don't write the book. It's really hard for people to pay us for the book. Uh, If we do the session ahead of time, it's likely that person will not feel the need to have the session. Or even with classes, you know, the way that I used to prepare for classes was from the energy of pretty much writing out every word I was going to say. Now, there is an element of practice with that. So in, in no way is that wrong if, if that works for you, if that's what you're doing. You just want to look at, um, you know, is it how necessary is kind of all of it? Can you have some key points and then be able to reference them and kind of allow the class to, to really choose what it would like to do and like to be? And, and really, that's been such a huge gift with these tools with Access, where I stopped showing up at classes with everything written out. And I started showing up just with a level of curiosity that I didn't even know was possible. Like really just from that space of like, I wonder what today will be about. I wonder. And even at this point, I mean, I guess at this point, not even, but at this point when I show up at class, I may have a clearing that kind of popped the hour before something that just kind of was running in my head and I went, oh, you would like me to run you at the class kind of thing. Uh, But it's not, I don't walk in with assumptions. Even the classes, and I do have some that have manuals, uh, some of my specialty access consciousness classes that I've created manuals for, it's not from a place of, okay, here's the manual that we're going to read through from cover to cover. It's like, it'll save people taking, you know, tons of notes and also give them a reference after. But a lot of times I'm actually adding to the manual after the class because we've actually, you know, created more by our discussions or talked about something that wasn't in the manual. So there's really this space of true curiosity of what would the class like to be, which is a lot of actually letting go (laughs) and is a really chaotic way to facilitate a class. And if you've ever been to a class that's really ordered, (laughs) you were probably very bored you know, and, and I mean, again, I've facilitated very orderly. I was very ordered in my facilitation. 
Now, what I really notice between kind of then and now for myself is that I can actually speak to the energy of a room and I may not be able to, or I may not, not that I'd be able to, but I may not look at each person and go, okay, they need this, they need me to say this, they need me to say this, they need me to say that. Like, it's not like that. I just talk about whatever comes up in my head. And sometimes in my head, as I'm talking about it, I'm a little bit of judging of me of what the hell am I saying this for? Like, I don't even get how this story pertains to what we were just talking about. But every time I do that, somebody in the room has a big aha, they start crying, there's a release, there's laughter, like it really relates to them. And cool. I mean, what a gift that is. But if I'm reading from a script, I actually can't be that aware. Like I... Of course I can be, but the awareness level isn't there because it's got to know now at this time I say this and at this time I say this and at this time I say this. It's like, no, what if you just show up? And and what if that's actually more natural for you? Because again, you're more chaos than you've never even imagined possible. So showing up in a very ordered way will be probably very boring for you. Plus, if you've ever noticed, when you wrote the manual, you were writing the words word for word, it might have been quite fun the first time. But then, (laughs) suddenly, it becomes really dull when it's class time. Because you've already done it. Like, you're bored. You don't want to do it again. So, everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, butt, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then a lot of times from that boredom, then you go into the judgment of you. Because it may be, you know, maybe the class, maybe they enjoyed it or there was pieces they enjoyed. But there's a whole different level of uh, receiving when you're willing to be present with the energy. Now, again, it's not wrong to have stuff figured out or have some notes or have point forms you want to talk about this is it's in no way making that wrong but it also is just that willingness to look at you know when maybe you feel you need the script written out who are you being you know where are you being and would you be willing to be the bad teacher who doesn't know what they're talking about um Everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, put, puck, shorts, boys, neons. Earlier this week, I did a free webinar, and it was three access, it was called Three Access Consciousness Tools You Can Use to Change Anything. And it's, um, it's free if you, if you would like to uh, get the, the video or the audio download, just shoot me a message and I'll, I'll hook you up. It's, uh, and I literally went on there with not a clue which three I was going to talk about. Like seriously, as I was saying them, I didn't know the moment before I said them. I didn't write them down. I just really showed up with energetically everybody who was going to ever listen to it. So that might have been in person on that day or in 25 years to come. Who knows? I just energetically showed up with everybody who was going to listen to it and was willing to be aware of what three tools would create the most for them. And now, with that said, I also have about three billion tools in my in my uh, toolbox. So I wasn't like if if you only had three tools and there was a potential of forgetting one, yeah, write them down. So it's different that way too. Like you really want to look at what what is your confidence level too. You know, would you totally freeze and cry if you forgot a tool and felt really dumb in front of, you know, a thousand people? If that's the case, then do jot them down, but just make sure that you jot them down and then you go do something else and 
and go play somewhere else and go put your energy somewhere else or do them 10 minutes before the call. You know, some, again, some of my, my um, classes I've, I've done like a manual for this kind of more teleclasses and I literally will do, be writing it up 10 minutes before the call, maybe an hour so I can get it to them before the call, but they don't ever get it a day early, which I'm sure for some people has been frustrating because uh, they would like it ahead of time to be able to go through it. But I just know how much would actually change by the time we got to the call. So really looking at that for you. What is it that works for you? And what do you require? I mean, this radio show that I've now been doing since 2013, so three years, has gifted me so much in terms of the the um, kind of building the muscle to be aware of what people are requiring that will listen at any point they'll listen. And, and that has been such a gift for me because it has built that kind of level of confidence. I can trust me now to show up for an hour to talk about three tools without needing to do anything. And it's not wrong if you did. You just want to look at if you are writing everything out because then it, you're done. And look at the times and the places you've done that. Look at the, the space that you've been kind of done from and, and really look at how you can change that so that you don't show up in classes or sessions bored because you've already energetically done them. Yeah, so what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about energetically completing things that keeps tons of money left on the table? <laughs> Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, papak, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about finishing things energetically that keeps all of your money on the table and out of your bank account. Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, papak, shorts, boys, beyonds. I'm also going to run a question right now and, and just kind of be with the energy of it. And there might be something that pops and there might not be. It's totally fine. Uh, I'll just run it a few times and I'll talk about it. So what stupidity are you using to create the energetically completing projects you are choosing. Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What stupidity are you using to create the completing projects energetically you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. What stupidity are you using to create the always finishing projects energetically you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and create all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so with stupidity, it's really what unawareness are you using to create the always finishing projects energetically you are choosing? Uh, it's just that there isn't as much energy when we ask what unawareness compared to what stupidity so it just has a, a much um, much nicer energy in terms of bringing the crazy up <laughs> and and I like that question in, in worded in that way because it really is unawareness when we're doing it from that place like really when we're shutting down our awareness then that's where we create you know situations where we truly leave the money on the table where we uh we really desire to write a book but we don't ever do it and then we stay in judgment of us because we don't ever do it and it's really unawareness it's really stupidity where if we look at it and go wait a minute does that actually work for me 
And even to be choosing boredom in our life, does that work? You know, what stupidity are you using to create the boredom you are choosing? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, meons. You know, and it's just the willingness to be really different. The willingness to have 150 things on the go and choose ease, joy, and glory with them all and have fun with it and really be in the question of what else you can add to your life. You know, I constantly hear, oh, you must be so tired. Oh, you're so working so hard. You're traveling all the time. It must be exhausting. And I just usually smile and nod and and it's not. It's not because what would be exhausting is me sitting around working, you know, whatever people work eight hours a day and then going, okay, now it is quitting time and now I must go do something else over here and then I must sit on the couch and I must not do this and I must relax and I must... It, I really, that that's exhausting to me. And I don't mean a person has to work 24 hours a day. That's not what I'm saying at all. When you're asking about adding to your life, it could be adding a, a knitting circle to your life. It could be adding a jogging club. It could be adding a, a bar swap once a week. Like it's not about adding just business stuff to your life. It's truly what can you add to your life? And and looking at all of the the DJCCs and pissers that you have about life and what what you've decided it has to look like. Like how many hours have you decided you have to sleep? How many hours have you decided you have to work? How many hours have you decided, you know, like look at those things because what if none of them are true? Like what if you look at what works for you? And for me, it is different every day. Like every day. There is no set time in my world where I go, okay, well, tomorrow I'm definitely only going to work this many hours. I'm definitely not going to work at all. I can actually remember when I used to try to do that years ago. So I've been in business since 2002 and, and always kind of this sort of stuff in terms of, um, you know, kind of how to change your life and, and stuff like that. And I would have, you know, I really had really strong points of view projected at me that when you are self-employed, you have to make sure you take time off. So I would always make sure I had at least one day and sometimes two, but usually just one day a week was, was totally off. Like I could not work at all. And then what would occur on those days, every freaking one of them, is I would wake up in the morning with this most brilliant creation and I wouldn't let myself go create it because it was wrong to work that seventh day you know it was wrong and it didn't it wasn't a religious thing it didn't matter what day of the week it was usually it was actually Mondays and it was like from this place of no I'm a workaholic and I'm wrong and I need to like it was like so crazy now the other thing that I've shifted with that is that I don't actually have to do everything myself so you know yes there was a time where I was doing it all myself so those six days were very full six days and now it's very different now I do what's fun and and I'm happy to pay people to do the rest and sometimes I actually do have to not have to I do choose to do something that maybe isn't as fun for me just because in that moment that's what's required and I don't have a point of view about it but it's just from that space of yes I can and I don't have to and what is fun and body what would you like to do and business what would be fun for you and you know always that kind of playfulness of of what works in that moment not oh, I have to do that. And I have to do that once a week till 
I don't have to do it anymore. No. And of course there's, you know, client sessions and there's classes and stuff. And I do have, you know, the form and structure in my days of, oh, okay, you know, this weekend I'm facilitating a class. So from those hours, those are the times I'm facilitating a class. But that was actually asked from awareness months ago when we set it up. And could that change? Absolutely. And would I be willing to pull out of it if suddenly it was really heavy and it wasn't going to create more on the planet? Absolutely. So it's a whole mix of all of those pieces and parts that you can really look at. What is it that works for you? How many hours a day today would be fun for you to play in your business? Would be fun for you to play with your loved ones? Would be fun for you to be by yourself? Would be fun for you to whatever it might be? And what can you add to your life to create that? You know, if you normally have been working, say, 16 hours a day, and you get the sense that tomorrow would be really fun to do three, there might be something you need to add to your life to create that. Now, sometimes it's as simple as saying, no, I'm just working three hours tomorrow and that's that. Cool. And sometimes it's like, okay, but then this won't get done and this won't get done. So, okay, business, who can I add to you? that can do even better than I can at this. And then all of a sudden your business will bring you somebody who's got more capacities with that thing than you do, which means they take less time, which means there's more of a a yummy energy to whatever it is because they're loving doing it compared to if you've ever noticed when you're doing something you don't love to do, there is a denseness to it, there is a heaviness to it. So it's like really just staying in that question and being aware of what works for you and being aware of what works for you every 10 seconds. Because some days it might be three hours and some days you might be in that really super yummy creation where it's 30 hours. Like you just, there's so much with it all. So anywhere that you've tried to do form and structure with your business of the dates and the times and the hours and how much and when and why and all of that, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, butt box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And then get into the question of what would be fun for me today? What would be fun for me right now? What can I do right now to create more? I mean, this morning I was I was really looking at kind of recording this show much earlier this morning, and I went out to refill my coffee cup, and hubby was watching TV, and he said, oh my goodness, there's a show on about... Um, Oh gosh, it was something about cats, like my demon cat or something, my evil cat or something. And it was just really light to sit down and watch the show with him. And gosh, five, six, seven years ago, one, I would would have never even crossed my mind. Um, And two, I probably would have been like, well, isn't it nice you can sit and watch it? Like, you know, kind of that energy instead of like, is that fun? Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to sit down and do that. And the show will get recorded or maybe it won't you know what if that's okay too so anyway i've got (laughs) i've got to get to break so uh we'll be right back follow us on twitter for more great ideas at voice america empowerment close your eyes imagine being free of everything that limits you What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. 
Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's www.glenice.net. G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net. Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenise Hughes. To find out more about Glenise and our program, please visit www.glenise.net. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E dot net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. So we have been talking about how much money are you leaving on the table, which is all about finishing projects or things or creations or conversations or sessions or whatever it may be energetically and never actually completing them or actualizing them into reality. And the other thing that I like to do is ask the project itself to let me know when I am uh, playing with it energetically, because then it, for me, it just gives it a voice and I'm, I'm the commute, the willingness to be in communion with it will always create more that's my awareness. Uh, and so I will give it permission to so that sometimes I can maybe start thinking about something and all of a sudden it'll just feel dense or it'll feel weird. And at this point, I just know to ask, what is this? You know, whether I feel dense or weird or funny or something or a conversation does or whatever's going on. The first question I always ask, okay, what is this? Because usually the first thing we do is go to conclusion. The first thing is like, oh, it feels like this because it doesn't want to be in the world. It's like, no, that's actually not it. In, in my case, because I've asked it to be loud, it's saying, can you get lost, please? Can you stop it, please? Uh, and just before we left on this, on this uh, tour, which I think is coming on six weeks, we're still in Florida. We go home on Monday. And so just before we left, I wrote a book in a weekend. I mean, how does it get any more magical than that? I'm so excited. And I really had on my plan, so I think it was, I wrote it the weekend, and then I had maybe seven days or something before we got on the airplane to leave on this tour. And my plan was to go through to edit a chapter a day, um, follow those seven days so that I could pretty much have it edited and and ready to go. Well, yeah, (laughs) it's a little bit of a different situation, but it's the same energy. So I wrote the book. Now I'm kind of bored with thinking about editing it. (laughs) And so really had, you know, I could tell you all the stories of I had so much to do before we left and I didn't have time and blah, blah, blah. What's true is I didn't make time. 
What's true is I didn't choose to edit the book before we left. And I was actually talking about it in one of the classes. And I just, as I was talking, just like, you know what? I'm actually just going to hire somebody to do that for me because it doesn't feel fun at this point. I've written it. I'm bored with it in that sense. I love it. I'm grateful. I'm excited for it to be born into the the world and actualized. Uh, and I know that if I say that I have to edit it, it won't go any further. So that is on my my task to uh, to find a book editor. And actually, in that class, it was interesting. In that class, as I was talking, uh, one of the gals knew knew a very good book editor that she suggested. So I just need to reach out and and uh, get some more information and stuff. But that's really what you want to look at too. Maybe you have wrote the book, or maybe you have designed the class, or maybe you have wrote the manual. So then, whatever the next step is, could you hire somebody? Does the project desire for somebody to be hired to come? in and and get it going or you know is there just something you can add to it that would you know re-energize it for you or really get it going forward because you know these these things whether they're sessions or they're you know packages or they're programs or classes or whatever they are they would like to be born into the world now what I've kind of found to be more true over time and i I guess this is my awareness, always have your own awareness and and trust your own awareness. My awareness is that everything is just kind of energetically floating around. So it's up to each of us to pick the ones that works for us, the ones that are fun for us, to be in communion with those things and then bring them to birth on the planet if that works for us. And you know, that's why they can have different inventions in different countries at the same time, because it's just energetically floating around and we pick up on them. So it also means we don't have to do everything that comes our way. Uh, And you want to be really in your awareness. Like when you have an awareness, let's say you have an awareness for, um, I don't know, let's say you had the awareness of creating an iPod. uh, And then you just like, okay, so truth is this for me to create. And truth, if you know, if that's a no, is it for me and someone else to create? No, okay, then you can just be aware that that's a that was a possibility. It is a possibility on the planet. It has nothing to do with it. You're just aware of it. But if you got a yes, then cool. Okay. And then you ask more questions and keep following the lightness, that sort of stuff. But it's just looking at that. So just know that, you know, that thing that you've finished energetically is possibly still asking to be born on the planet. So then you can ask it, what does it require? Is it adding someone? Is it hiring someone? Is it doing something different? Is it totally, you know, throwing out what you did create and recreating? Just really checking out. The other thing you want to be aware of is, is, is are you not completing it because of points of view? Have you decided, oh, nobody would want to read the book? Oh, nobody would want to take the class? Oh, nobody would want to blah, blah, blah. Really be destroying and then creating those. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, but fuck, shorts, boys, beyonds. And I mean, one of my favorite tools of all time is the interesting point of view tool. So you can write at the top of a piece of paper, I can't bring, you know, I can't complete this book because, and then write up all of the points of view that just pop and then go through an interesting point of view, each one, so that you can have no point of view about it, which means then you can actually have total awareness and infinite awareness. Yeah. Now, I did also want to invite you to some awesomeness. I just started talking right off the bat there. Uh, so depending on when you listen to this, this weekend, which is November 12th and 13th, we've got a two-day class where you can actually join us online or you can join us in Delray Beach, Florida. And once it's completed, the replays will be available for purchase too. So you can uh, you can message me about those if you like. 
So it is called Exponentializing Your Capacities with Energies. And this is one of my uh, specialty classes. And this is actually the first time this class will be facilitated. How does it get any better than that? Um, and I used to actually call this class Gifts, Talents, Capacities with Entities. There weren't a lot of people who love the word entities. So we've changed it because it really does encompass everything. Yes, entities and yes, communing with your business and yes, communing with your bank account and everything really being the oneness we truly be. So that is November 12th, 13th. And then November 25th for four days in Calgary, Alberta is the foundation. And this is a class I actually just completed in Delray, completed uh, facilitating in Delray. It's a brand new manual. Gary and Dane just rewrote the manual in October. And OMG, let me tell you, totally, totally, totally beyond what I've never imagined possible where we could go in a class now. It's so phenomenal. So that's November 25th in Calgary. And then we just set this up um, starting November 25th and is a bars class in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, not really where I thought I'd go in January, but I'm, I'm really excited about it. So you know what? I'm aware it will create more. And then foundation will start on the 26th. So if you've already taken bars, you don't have to retake that class. You certainly can. And it's always half price. So if you've taken it before, it's only $150. And then foundation starting January 26th is a four-day class also in Winnipeg, and then off to Victoria, BC, starting February 24th is also Foundation. So excited to head out there again. I just love, I'm, it's just so much fun to play in all of these different places. Then off to Tel Aviv, Israel on March 17th, Five Steps to Increase Your Money Flows, which is a one-day class. And then the two-day class, Exponentializing Your Capacities with Energies in Tel Aviv, March 18th. Then off to Denver, May 24th, three of us beauties are going to be co-facilitating bars uh, on May 24th, and then I will be facilitating foundation starting May 25th in Denver, Colorado. How the heck did I get so lucky? And there's actually a few more classes to be listed, just aren't done yet. So how does it get any better than that? What else is possible? And, you know, I've been saying on a lot of my shows lately, just get your butt to a foundation class. Like, Seriously, friends, if you haven't been to one and you enjoy these shows, please really look at that for yourself. And I know for some people, money is kind of what they use to stop. Uh, I've got a whole free class that I did a couple of years ago called Steps to Create All the Money You Desire for All the Classes You Desire, something like that. So, um, you know, always feel free to message me for that download. It's uh, uh, It was a call and... I'm not really sure what else is in there. I think there's actually a, a handout, like a booklet to kind of go through. Um, I don't know for sure, I, but I, I know for sure there was a call, but for some reason there's some sort of PDF that's coming to mind too. So anyway, that's a possibility for, for you just to get for free. All righty, so let's go back to talking about how much money you are leaving on the table. And let's look at that for a minute. So just kind of checking in with yourself. Like truth, what is the value of leaving money on the table? Oh my goodness, everything that is. We destroyed and created all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. Now what you can do is just kind of get in the habit, and I use a little sticky note as a reminder, is uh, just to put 
at, like when you're going to bed at night, all the money I've left on the table today, I destroy and uncreate it all and receive it now. Anything that doesn't allow that on three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Or all of the places I've uninvited money today, I destroy and uncreate it on three, I invite it and receive it now. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. So that you're truly willing to look at and I mean, be honest with yourself when you are uninviting money, or you are leaving it on the table, and then be willing to ask for it. So everywhere you would just rather stay in the judgment of you of it, instead of looking at, okay, I didn't receive it there. Now I'm ready to receive it. I receive it now. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, puck, shorts, boys, beyonds. And how many barriers could you drop to receive all of the money that has been waiting to come to you as if by magic? Ooh, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down, all levels, layers, lifetimes, universes. Oh, barriers down, barriers down, barriers down. Anything that doesn't allow that, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And then, you know, be willing to, you could even say, okay, universe, show me when I'm uninviting money throughout the day. Universe, show me when I'm leaving money on the table. Or you can ask your body too. Body, show me when I'm uninviting money. Body, show me when I'm leaving money on the table. Your body is an awareness unit of magnitude. And she or he is so grateful to really commune with you, to really contribute to you, to really co-create with you, you just need to ask and then be willing to receive. So everywhere you haven't been willing to receive from your body, we destroy and uncreate all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And kind of a, another aspect to this, or at least it's kind of popping right now, is kind of what I was talking about earlier with regards to all of the things that are floating around on the planet that could be created and are asking to be created and really don't have a point of view who creates them, just is asking somebody to create them. Uh, you want to keep, or I like to keep, a what I call uh, an idea book. And so then you just write down in the idea book when something pops. Write it down. And then what I've done is I've just asked that book to yell at me when something in it is ready to be actualized. And the other thing I get is a lot of people sending me suggestions and, and ideas and all of that. And I'll just write everything in that book so that if there is ever a time that it would create more for me to be the one to create it, that I'll just see the book. And so it sits in my office all the time. Obviously, when I'm away for six weeks, it's a little bit different. But when I go home and when I'm at home and I walk in and I just, it's like I can look in that area on my table or on my desk every day for 10 weeks and then the one day something in it is popping it's like all of a sudden I see the book and so I just open it and it's like okay so which one and at this point I've got pages and pages so I don't read through each one I just okay this page no okay this page and I'll just use my awareness light and heavy and then I get to the page that it's on okay cool and then I look at okay so then I'll read through each one on that page and get a sense of which one and then so truth is it me by myself truth is it somebody else with me you know and just asking and playing and really being in that space and it's really cool to have an idea book especially when you're willing to ask about what can I add to my life today because that can be a great place to 
look to have the awareness of what you can add. Sometimes that's where it is. Sometimes it's not in that book. Sometimes it's, you know, a suggestion from a friend or a Facebook ad that you see about a paint night or whatever it might be. Like it's sometimes different, but it's nice. I love having that book myself. Um, the other thing I did, I think it was last year, I, I did a whole series on steps to create the life you really desire. And I, you could have, you know, you could do the whole series or you could do each one individually. I still, still say that I, I could be my own friends from me. Most of all, I call them as something called adding to your life. So it was a whole call of um, and there was a, a playbook for, for it and everything. And so there was a whole bunch of different ones. But one of those six or seven, I can't remember, was called adding to your life. And it was so phenomenal. So if you are interested in that, uh, let me know and I'll, I'll, I'll get it out there. For those of you who are in the Wealth Enhancement Club that get the, um, get the PDF with all of the clearings and everything, you can, you'll find the, the link to it in there. And so for all of you guys, actually, in the Wealth Enhancement Club, uh, I will give you 50% off of it. So the, the, the one call all on its own is 97 Canadian dollars. So for you, it would be um, whatever half of that is, 40-something. Uh, and then if you want actually all of the calls, you can have them, the whole series, which is normally 277 you can have those at half price. So yeah. And I'll put the links in there, uh, in the again, on the PDF, again, for all of you in the Wealth Enhancement Club. If you're not in the Wealth Enhancement Club um, and you like these calls or these radio shows and you would like the clearings, it's a really um, cost-effective way to get them. You can either buy each show individually at 30 Canadian dollars, or if you're part of the Wealth, en Wealth Enhancement Club, you get them as a bonus just for being so awesome to be part of the Wealth Enhancement Club. So the Wealth Enhancement Club is 47 Canadian dollars a month. You get a call with me a month. You get uh, the Facebook group. You get a tool of the month, uh, which is an access consciousness tool, of course, and a weekly clearing and then all of the radio shows clearings on audio and written. So, you know what? You might want to check that out again. You can you can message me if you can't find where to go to to buy it. And uh, yeah, and if you're part of it, just check that PDF, and I'll also put the links to the discount in the in the Facebook group too. So, all right. So, how much money are you leaving on the table, and what would it take to change that? You know, are you willing now to stop creating energetically? Not stop creating it. No, that's not the right. Stop completing projects energetically and things energetically so that you could actually receive the money for them. So that you can actually commune with them and co-create with them so they can be born on the planet like they're asking to be. So everything that you haven't been willing to, uh, to be perceive, know, and receive without what you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, put, puck, shorts, boys, meons. And what energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be to receive every bit of money that has been waiting to gift you for all eternity. Anything that doesn't allow that way to start and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, puck, shorts, boys, beyonds. And I really need to go because it's time. So have a wonderful rest of your day and I look forward to talking to you next week.
Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.